Is it you or me or Besnick someone else? Rotterdam. I don't know who that is. Hello, Besnick Rotterdam. Do, know, do you know who that no, is? I have no fucking clue who that is. <laughs> Hi. Hello. Good evening. Welcome. Can you tell us who you are? <laughs> well, should we start off with welcome to be the cake? Not no, 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 no. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to, to In Vino Veritas. <laughs> Having one and of those moments. also wherever else you are, in whatever parallel timeline you find yourself. Reality welcome. universe dimension. Because there's a lot of them going on at the moment. Galaxy. And we sometimes get a bit lost and get, get some random corner oh, of the universe. Fucking, and like, totally fucking where are we? Fuck. Oh, here we are. Fuck knows. I, I tell you what, actually, this is one thing I want to... Cheers, everyone. Welcome, cheers, well, welcome to the contents of my brain and your brain. Yes, <laughs> and, 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 and God knows what else. I, I don't know about you, but, like, I have literally felt myself, like, phasing in, in and out of different realities over mm. the past few days. Like, really, for, like, I keep getting dizzy and knowing that mm. I'm phasing into, like, new realities and simulations and, like, going, oh, fucking hell, here we go. All the timelines are changing again. I was getting quite a lot of dizziness earlier. That yeah, that's itself. That's after you did all the simulation stuff. I've I've had it just like sometimes really randomly over the past few days, and I'm just like, where am I shifting into now? It's been really noticeable. I love the fact you're doing like the world's biggest yawn. <laughs> it's just like, oh, when I finish oh. yawning, we'll be a, we'll be in like messier eighty eight galaxy. <laughs> That's my galaxy. There is a galaxy called Messier 88. That's where I am. Welcome. It's popped up on my fucking... Popped up on my wallpaper on my screensaver on my laptop. It has a tendency to show me. And I was just like, I think my laptop's trying to tell me It does that with Laura. Laura sends me pictures of what... Or where, or where her laptop tells her in the world. And so it's really I can always tell if there's like stuff to do with Lindemuria. I always end up with Hawaii or Australia dumped oh, in front of me. Do you know Australia? Australia. Part, Australia was part of Lemuria. I didn't know that. And the Azores as well. Yeah. No, no that, that was Atlantis. Atlantis. Yeah. I know I was getting really clearly the other day that people don't realise that the Australian landmass, most, most of that was involved. Well, that in explains Lemuria. so much yeah. because of all the, like, how back in time the indigenous... Yeah. Um, I'm going to say the wrong word. The Dreamtime stuff. Thank you. Yes, that. Yes. All of that. <laughs> All of that yeah. stuff. During the dream time. So that makes more sense now. Mm. They obviously were pl- and I've plugged it into Weirdly, I'd like the two two places that I have always really wanted to go to on the planet, Australia and Hawaii, and I haven't managed to make it to either I yet. definitely want to go to Hawaii, and Australia is in my radar at the moment. Australia keeps massively. So, well, now Not we know they're letting we're anyone in right next, now. So keep locking in or out. down again. <laughs> Yeah, I think they're a bit. <laughs> You'd have to canoe there and fucking sneak over. Or portals. Oh, yeah, that too. Lots of different motivations for portals at this it's point. It's funny when I started talking about that and you notice my stomach started rumbling and I was about to do a <laughs> massive burp. <laughs> I love that. And you're now yawning. My yawns are getting it... bigger and bigger at times. It's getting a bit ridiculous. <laughs> At some point, your head's going to flip open and <laughs> turn inside out, inside think, out and form yeah. a whole new universe. Oh, oh my God, that's maybe how the big band started. God yawned. <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant. And if we're all mini-gods, like every time we yawn, we're creating a universe. Fuck. That's... I'm, gonna get, I'm getting like mm. shivers on that. Fuck, we've created well, a lot of fucking theory. If you, if you actually look at string theory... I, I want to look like, at it more in detail. 
tell me. I, I looked at I, it I, I was looking, well, you know, you know what the other thing was? I was getting this whole thing about singularities within the quantum and basically mm. how, how we actually worked with points of singularity to create planets and stuff. I looked at that big yawn again. I used to love that when I read Stephen Hawking's book when I was a kid, the singularity stuff. Never understand. I didn't understand it with my head, but I understood it with my soul. If that makes sense. My 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 understanding of the singularities that started landing last week. And you you know I sent you that um, message on WhatsApp, and I was just like, I'm basically there's more stuff coming through on like pinpointing stuff. I was like. I was literally getting, you know when people talk about making non-negotiable decisions, when you make a decision that's truly non-negotiable, what you're doing is you're creating a singularity. Mm. And at the point where, at the point, okay, this is where it gets interesting. At the point where it's truly non-negotiable and it's truly a singularity, mm. that's when it manifests into reality, whatever the fuck it because is. Because you're fully committing to that one single... That, it's the one single point out of the quantity, of, uh, of the, the, the quantum, not the quantity... <laughs> I don't know what the quantity is, but it sounds fun. <laughs> well, they might be basically more than one that you're basically pulling it out of the quantum and dumping it that into three D or whatever D you think you happen to think we're yeah, in at the moment. That makes sense. I I kind of feel like I'm operating from five D most of the time at the moment, just generally. And there's been bits of four D stuff. I always think four D is the astral plane, basically. <sighs> It just makes so many people say you're going going to five D like you're they're gonna fly off and it's just like no you're bringing it here it's yeah. like it's like a marriage of the it's so funny when people talk about ascending to five D like they're kind of expecting to float off into the yeah, air yeah like it's the actually the opposite we're like descending we... it down here yeah we're kind of because when we're not we... in the body we're we're at those realities anyway so it's like in this lifetime it feels like we're we're merging we're things. It. Yeah, we're kind we're of merging, merging, merging stuff. We're creating more singularities, mm. big decisions and stuff. And this is this is the interesting thing, actually. I kind of feel like at the moment there's an awful lot of stuff. Like I've had this conversation recently, recently with someone that's saying, "Oh, we're wanting to know where all of this stuff's going to end and like what's going to happen with mm. you know all the COVID and da da da." And I was just like. It goes where you want it to and it does what you decide. Yeah. And this is a problem is like n so many people aren't fucking really getting that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just yeah. like they're going, they're, they're still in this helpless victim state with the whole thing of going, basically, wh what is, what's the fate that's being meted out to me rather than, and this is why I put up that post yesterday that just like came mm. out. Or maybe it was this morning, I can't remember. It was just like, choose, like, rather than fucking thinking in terms of fate and ideas of fate, choose to create your destiny. Mm. Basically, take back your fucking power and decide what's going on rather than going, oh, I'm a helpless pawn in a chess game and I have no say over what's going on. Like, I think this is the, the issue. But this is the biggest brainwashing that we've all been part of. Yeah. So this is the work at the moment in yeah. untangling that and also helping people give them the tools to do that because people yeah. might intellectually know that but then they don't know what to do about it. Yeah. And then well, I feel like this is a why all of this stuff's piling through me at the moment in terms of like... You know what I mean? And then people feel even more helpless. I've seen that with some of my clients yeah. and they're like, well, I don't know what to do. So then I feel even more like yeah. I'm failing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Then it gets like a vicious cycle. Exactly. And then you've got all of the ones who are so addicted to the drama stuff, even though they're going, oh, yes, ascension and da-da-da-da-da and spiritual, this, that and the other. But then at the same time, they're like, 
They're turning everything into a war. Yeah, that's really... Ugh. Ugh. I get so fucking bored of that. Yeah, so I'm definitely bored. not in that reality. Fuck, fuck that shit. I'm not in that reality at all. I'm like... I'm just like, I'm going around at the moment going, things happen as I decide they're going to. And if I have a moment where I'm forgetting myself, I just have to fucking give myself yeah. a kick up the arse yeah. and remind myself yeah. that things happen as I decide that they will. And it's interesting, actually, it's like the example of um, you and the Italy stuff. That was funny. Mm. With the whole... <laughs> Do you know what also happened recently? Mm. My flight got cancelled, the return flight, because I changed the first leg, but not the second leg yet. Yeah. So that's got cancelled now. Oh, perfect. So, so that's saved you a of, job. I know. <laughs> Not only that, like they'll give me money back, whereas with my other option they don't. Or, you know, whatever. Yeah. But it's nice. interesting. And that seems to be what's what I created or what's been created by who knows what. <laughs> Whatever part I do of me. feel like there's a massive convergence going on at the moment between sort of me, my, I'm going to say my own higher consciousness and like stuff that's being like... All of the Google AdSense stuff, all the, all of that just coming together fucking so quickly the other day. Like having m me having had ads <sighs> switched off because I hadn't verified my fucking address, having moved and like oh god, I hate all that shit. Yeah, all of the bits and bobs with my with my YouTube, and then having like basically going right. I'm gonna like work out how to deal with this and managed to sort it out really quickly. Having thought, I can't remember the password to get to my AdSense account. And then I figured it out, or like it went in automatically from my laptop. And then I was just like, oh, this is easy enough. I just basically changed my address to my current one because I was thinking like, I don't even know how to get in to change it. So mm. they've got the right one. And then it was just like, oh, we send you a pin to verify it. And it was just like, it would take four weeks to reach you. It was there two days later. It was literally, <laughs> Al walked out the door and fucking 10 minutes later, the guy delivered a thing. I was just like, well, that's obviously being helped along on some level because I need to get on with this shit, which is quite funny. And I was just like... But you're on that. But I can remember actually when I started doing all this work ages ago, I remember saying, I want to have a massive following on my youtube channel and i want to do a load of really interesting and important and impactful stuff on there and i keep being brought back to this thing of impact 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 like look at the impact look at like what's going to create the most impact first before anything else that's what my soul is after at the moment is the impact and it was just like now i'm being given the way of like how i can impact people and also make sure I'm paid yeah. for it. And do it in the way that feels aligned yeah. to your soul rather than like whenever we're trying to fit into some other thing that someone else is doing, it doesn't fucking work. Well, I've known for ages. And we know that already. I've but. known for ages that like there's an awful lot of like there's an awful lot of light workers. I hate that fucking word. I really do because I feel like it's so unbalanced. What should we call it instead? I, I for ages was calling it calling it grey workers. <laughs> Midworkers, rainbow workers, the middle, like midworkers, it's like bringing the two sides together. It's just like you're if you're a Dow symbol, you're not one or the other, you're both. True, it's like bring it all together. But I've kind of named for ages that there's an awful lot of light workers, inverted commas, people who refer to themselves as light workers who have been kind of so thrown around by circumstances that such a like crappy childhoods you know <sighs> all of the usual shit i didn't even know what and, you were going to say and, and basically and they they do actually desperately want to help themselves but they're also mm -hmm. some of them are really hand to mouth with the way yeah. that they're living and yeah. i don't want to be in that position yeah. of going i'm rescuing you because fucking hell it's not my job to rescue anyone but 
I've named for ages that I want to be able to provide resources yeah. for people to at least yeah. be able to like step up in, yeah. into a place where they can actually be energetically aligned more with what they want so they can then start to actually like spend the money to help themselves in the way they need to on the things that actually cost them money and da 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 da. It's like, you know, it's that Oof. whole thing of like giving people help giving people a leg up, basically. Yeah. That that's always Which is why I was saying when I first set up my YouTube channel and then I started doing all the money stuff on there, I was just like, I'm gonna put money stuff on here. And this is before I even like was offered the option of like having ads on there. And I was just like people can send donations or whatever, put my PayPal on there. I was just like, okay, so the money stuff I feel really cool to talk about and I'm really cool to do stuff on there. But I'm gonna make I'm gonna put everything I put on YouTube basically, I'm gonna put some powerful stuff on there and it's going to be free and people can like send me an expression of their appreciation by my PayPal, whatever amount feels mm -hmm. right for them if they want to. But like, you know, the I don't, I've always said I don't want the, re, I don't want people to be able to use the excuse of money for not fucking helping themselves because mm -hmm. that's just the lamest excuse in the world. It's not an excuse. But like, and actually, if people are in the right place, they'll know that like money's not an excuse. Mm -hmm. yeah. But Even there are some people, people who have been so fucking kicked yeah. along the way that they can't see that. And also it's about, I do think, this is, that might sound paradoxical with what we said earlier about creating own reality, but it's it's also about recognizing, like you said, structural inequality, yeah, privilege. Well, the this fucking stuff pyramids. Exists. This stuff exists alongside the fact the psychopaths at the top, which is exactly. what I was telling you about the fucking Annika. Like she was talking about it. She didn't say that. She said like the way that society is structured, and she didn't say the word pyramid, but she was thinking it. And I was just like, I've been banging on about this for the past three or four years. Like pyramids are not a way to structure yeah. society. They make amazing buildings. <laughs> they should not be used in organisations, in society, because it is the psychopaths who've managed to climb to the top, basically leeching off yeah. everyone else. So for whatever reason, we are still living in that version of reality, most yeah. of us. And yes, we might need to con contemplate what part we're playing in and contributing to that simulation. But in the meantime, mm. it's like people need help in the first place to even get to that point of getting to shift their simulation. And, and I meantime, guess uh, the other... Got, th these realities exist at the same time. It's a bit of a weird contradiction, right? Oh, I it, see it. It's... We don't want to deny that. Yeah. And so it's like... Well, I, I look, the way I look at it is like... So I see the psychopaths as being the politicians and some of the corporation heads. Rather than like the, this whole idea that if you've got a lot of money, you must be like... Oh, no, no, that's not that's, what I meant. That's bullshit. No, we're talking about, but, like you say, the structural... The actual structure. Talking structural inequality in society, which, yeah. you know. Yeah. Systemic. Systemic. All, this, all the systemic fucking bullshit. Yeah. The Racism, ageism, ableism, fucking yeah. sexism, etc. Exactly. So people are born into realities where they may not have had access to the support they need to make the money. Yeah. To have the resources to get the help. Yeah. To flourish and become their best selves. And so those they've been us, so traumatized along the way they can't and even. Trauma fucking, is the other really important piece. Oh god, the trauma because stuff you know is, you could yeah. come from you know trauma is the thing that paralyzes your nervous system, so then you're not accessing yeah. the resources that you could access. Exactly. So when people you end up blocking it all out. So when people that don't have trauma like, talk cramp, about like, creating mode. exactly people who haven't had I and mean, we've all had trauma. So people that haven't been significantly let's put it disabled by trauma. Mm. that make you know that create their morality make a lot of money and talk about it online and talk about you know affirmations and decide you just have to decide and then you get what you want 
Yes, but <laughs> if you're yeah. tra- frozen if by trauma, deciding doesn't do fucking anything because exactly. everything else is overriding that conscious yeah. mind because 90% of it's us like is run basic, by the unconscious, not the 10 The unconscious the 10%. is basically hitting the safety valve because everything yeah. is a threat. So in fact, not only are you not creating what you want, you're actually sabotaging it a billion times. And then you read the books that say oh, you yeah. should just do this. And then you think, I'm failing, so I'm even more of a... Yeah, fuckwit or whatever the word is. I don't know if that's the right word. I don't know English. Abraham makes with the focus wheel. You just got to use a focus wheel. I'm like, I'm so like, like some of the, the trauma tools. piece. This is why I'm so yeah. excited yeah. by Gabor Mate. Have you seen what he's doing at the moment? I've been, I've, I've been reading bits and bobs of people talking about what he's up to without actually having kind of plugged into exactly what it is. Well, he's an amazing guy, this psychiatrist mm. who's done yeah. a lot of work in the States on addiction and talks about all this stuff. And he, he's he's really well known now. Like he's so he's got a plat he's got a platform, he's got a voice, he's heard by the main let's put it like I think it's a great bridge between the mainstream and yeah. those of us who are doing all this stuff. Mm. So he's he's got a platform, he's got a voice, and he's now made a film. I haven't mm. seen it, but people have been raving about it online, people that I respect, on mm. trauma and its effects on the body, yeah. like going in depth. So this is something that's being now accessible so much more widespread, this understanding. Yeah. I'm just so excited. So many people don't even understand. People think that you have to be in a war to have suffered exactly. trauma. Exactly. Or have to have. Hey, Chantal is with us. Hi. Hey, Chantal. How are you doing? Is us gabbling away here. <laughs> Chantal, meet Liz. Liz, meet Hello. Chantal. <laughs> Hello. So, what I like, what I'm really excited about this is this stuff about trauma stuff I've known for ages. It's stuff I've been trained in, blah, blah, blah. But it wasn't something that everyone was talking about as a matter yeah. of course now it's getting to that point yeah this is really exciting well i think the past with, year with all of the fucking shit shifting. that's happened with all the covid and stuff has actually brought it to the surface yes. so in in a weird way that's helped well you know what this is another good reminder is that sometimes we don't understand how we get to certain places and mm. how certain things are magically set. created by our entire mm. selves souls whoever's yeah, for all well, sorts these of various different reasons, parts of this. All our parts yeah. of us. because it's true. Like COVID yeah. has actually brought up a lot of really interesting things on this planet. It's made us confront I've... our lives. It's made us confront how we treat the planet. It's made it's us made confront us... how politicians behave. Yes, it's and made them. Oh, it's me. made us face all our shadows. It's made us stop the busyness of outside life to go within. Yeah, I mean, COVID hasn't all been a shambles. No, it's actually been no. quite an important part of humanity's wake up call. It's kind of interesting now because there's a load of people talking about like, oh, when you go out for the first time, it's like the people in the places where they're not locking them down again, <laughs> depending on where you are, going like, it's funny, I've read a whole bunch of posts and actually on Instagram recently from like quite kind of, God, various celebrities, but actually quite, I'm not going to say quite, con- quite conscious celebrities who kind of think about things and actually talking about like, how they're actually engaging a lot more with the whole kind of like the dynamics of social situations and they're giving it more thought where once before like before mm. all this they didn't never gave anything a second thought and now mm. it's like that whole kind of thing of like is it okay to hug you oh, how are you with your personal space that's like really i don't know if i can handle loud noises very much like all of this kind yeah. of like the actual dynamics of like how do i behave around you because i'm not used to it anymore because i've been stuck in my fucking house for so ages. it actually has the potential to create more self-awareness actually more self-awareness and more consciousness of what's of going on people. with other people yeah. and kind of like just a more relational awareness yeah 
we've been forced to be really sensitive if we choose to be some people are not to different people's needs yeah Anne is also watching. Hi, Anne. Oh, it's so nice hey, to see people that I'm reconnecting with. I haven't been live on Facebook for fucking ages. So it's so nice to reconnect. Chantal says, hi, Liz. Lovely to meet you. <laughs> Lovely to meet you too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's really it's interesting, a, isn't it? It's really interesting, I think, sort of. I don't know. It's You know what the funny thing was the other day? It was like, I was literally, I think, I was checking with source about the i think the delta variant and i was <laughs> like yeah, come back to this thing and i was literally getting like i was literally getting that i'm like the, the words that came through were you are completely detached from the spell basically it's just not even like you don't even have to give it any thought it's just like there's still people attached to the spell hmm. and the people that are attached to the spell are being affected by it in various different ways and if you're completely detached from the spell it's not something you even have to give any thought to well my we body seems to, to agree with that mm, yeah i know that i'm uncooked from all that too yeah because i feel I'm i was literally sure. getting the delta variant doesn't exist as far as i'm concerned mm. it, it obviously exists for other people i'm not fucking down crying that at all um it, just for me it doesn't exist and it's an interesting one because i like al the other day was going are you gonna get the vaccine and i was just like why would i my body doesn't need it <laughs> like this i was just like i'm not anti anyone getting getting it if they feel like they need it their body wants it or whatever i just don't need it why would i get something i don't need mm. Like, why Why would I bother? Why would I stick a needle in my arm and do all, go through all of that? Like, there's just no point for me. Like, it's an interesting one because it's like, it's, it's been interesting actually just watching people online talking about various different things. There's a girl I know locally who started having migraines. She had a vaccine. Mm. I think, I don't know whether she's had her second shot or not. And she was going, I never get migraines and suddenly I've had two in the space of a week. And she's like, is it a side effect? And she's like, and I think everyone should get vaccinated. But she's like, I don't know what to do. And da, 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 da. And like kind of slightly, she was like, I'm a bit freaking out here because I, th I was just like, is it brain cancer? Like, is it aliens? <laughs> she said, is it brain cancer? Is it aliens? Is it brain cancer or is it aliens? <laughs> it's like, well, you know. <laughs> Could be either or something else. <laughs> So how does yeah. this, how do we, how do we reconcile all of these different things? The fact that where many of us are living in different parallel realities is one way of yeah. explaining yeah. all this. And then when we talk about earlier about things like structural inequality, okay, so what does that mean? Is that because it's in our simulation or is there like... Well, one of the things I was getting that was coming, has been coming up for me over the past few days is when a lot of stuff landing about different energy bodies. And I had something about... Because I was st having stuff landing about a week ago about the galactic body and the universal body. And then I had stuff landing yesterday, I think it was about the global body. Mm, okay, that, that's what I was going to And ask. it's almost like kind of where, a... like the, the different levels energetically we, where we hook into like mass simulations as opposed to our own individual That's exactly personal. what I was about to say. I didn't yeah. have a word for it, but I was like, is there a simulation that's like a bigger macro level simulation? Yeah. And then the individual simulations and how do all of these 
I mean, I'm just asking out loud to both of us higher selves here. How do both of these interact? I, I'm quite fascinated by that at the moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the overlap. I, I haven't had all the information. I swear mm. it, there's so I much stuff. There's been so much stuff coming through for this. Like the, obviously that I'm still in the process of writing Radical Surrender and delivering it to all my guys in the content creation group. But then I've got like all of the new one landing. And I know that there's quite a lot of stuff to do with the energy bodies to do with that. And kind of, I feel like I'm gradually getting it all down, I keep making notes or just like making notes on my phone, making notes on pads, just information landing. And I'm either remembering it or I'm writing it down or I'm working directly with it because mm, I'm then being prompted mm, to do mm. something with it. I'm just curious myself. if the thing that you were experiencing earlier with the collective, is that, I'm wondering if that's part of the global. I think that was part of the global body, well, yeah. I know that I was I was being prompted to to um, run some stuff on on the global body earlier, and I've been given the understanding as well that we have the ability to work with the global body. But it's like it's so important we sort out our own shit first. So it's like yeah. deal with the personal simulation before you start like rolling it out to yeah. kind of the, the macro greater. level. That makes sense. There's a big problem with the fucking lightworker again community where people immediately go into, I've got to save the world, and they don't sort their own shit out yeah. first. And I remember going through that. It was like, it's my job to go and save everyone. <laughs> like, put a cape on me. I'm fucking Supergirl. Do you know what I mean? Well, the problem it's is, just is like, the but you haven't dealt with your own, like, foundational shit first. And, and it's also, so important if you're that still in place. coming from a saving place, yeah, exactly. that's the problem. Whereas if you're working exactly. on your own connection to the global mind, not the global yeah. body, the global mind, or the global, in, you know, simulation, the global, the global thing, yeah. you know, there's a difference between working on it I'm, I keep thinking of the analogy of the cells in the human body, right? Yeah. So we have all these different cells. You could argue that they're all, like, all these different humans on the planet, right? All mm -hmm. these different cells with their own simulation, with their own yeah. little stories, and with their own little things. They're all bumbling into each other all bumbling the time. Bumbling into each other. And then thinking <laughs> that they're simulating. Thinking their simulation is the same as everyone else's. Yes. Which is actually, if you think about it, a slightly ridiculous idea. It is, it is. And then you've got, but the, and they're all part of this human body. Yeah. Who thinks... Do you think we're all floating around in the body of a giant? <laughs> I do think we're all floating around in the body of planet Earth in a way. I often yeah. think of it that way. Well, in the body of the Milky Way. Really. And then the planet Earth is just another a small cell in yeah. the body of the Milky Way. And then the Milky Way is another small cell in the body of the universe. And then the universe is another small cell in the body of... God, really, <laughs> I don't know. There's a really, really, really big giant somewhere along the way, isn't there? So God is basically a really big giant. <laughs> God's a massive giant. And right now we're in like the small intestine of the big of God or something. You know what was really funny is when I was younger, I used to I used to literally think about the universe and I used to sort of see it in my mind's eye. This is like age three or four, so wow. I was really small, and I used to think about god uh, like and there this is without any religious indoctrination i don't think because my grandma was she used to call herself atheist she is she basically wasn't religiously inclined um yeah it didn't kind of until my mum got into all the hindu stuff and went do lali um didn't really kind of get into any of that or like re stuff at school but I used to think about the universe and think about space. And I used to kind of almost, I think it also didn't help that I was really into Pink Floyd the Wall when I was really little <laughs> after my parents split. Mm. I used to think of it as like the universe having a brick wall at the edge of it and God lived behind it. 
<laughs> like we were like walled in like a walled garden and God was on the other side kind of observing all of us going what the fuck's going on <laughs> watering his plants over here his humans over there so it's like oh look there's a cat shitting on the begonias <laughs> That's really funny. It used to really boggle me though, because I'd be like, like, what? Because I can remember saying to my dad, what does it, what's infinity? Like, and him trying to explain it to me. Question. I, uh, me being really little, my dad basically being doing a PhD in philosophy. Oh, wow. <laughs> he must have had a whale of a time. Him trying to explain wow. what infinity was wow. to me. In a, a me just going, I, I can't imagine space going on forever because there's a brick wall there. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> it's then like, what's behind the brick wall? <laughs> another another, another universe. universe. <laughs> Basically, it is kind of mind-boggling when you think when you think of it like that. It makes everything else so insignificant. Like oh God, all yes. the daily life problems, and you're like, put put all of that stuff out there. <laughs> it's expanding infinitely. It's amazing. Yeah. I used to love it as a kid. I used to love... Mm. I read Stephen Hawking's books way before I could fucking understand them, but I seemed to understand them in some bizarre way. And I loved the Tower of Physics. I read mm. that. I don't know if you ever read that. That was a 70s book by Fritzschoff Fritz Capra. Mm. That book was amazing. I just was devouring all the stuff about the universe. I wanted to be a, a physicist, I thought. I obviously didn't, couldn't be My dad to do all couldn't that understand. Work. You know what the but funny thing was? Understand. My dad, having like the tradition of my grandpa studied physics, my uncle John worked for NASA, really? he has, um, oh, he studied, really? he did a, a fucking master's in physics or something. My dad, before he went on to do his PhD, he was physics too. Oh, wow. Um, Uncle Richard, I do... Oh, we, we're joined. We're being joined by Sassy. Hello. Hello. So this is part of the, the universe. <laughs> Hello. This is, this is Sassy. Oh, Sassy wants to be part of the podcast. This is so exciting. Oh, hear it. She's just like, what's going on? <laughs> I love Hi. this. This is awesome. She's just like... She's just like, what's going on? I'm going to... She likes going to the wash basket. She likes to play in the wash <laughs> basket. Is that because she wants to be washed again and again and we again? We have the wash basket down the side of the sofa. She loves climbing in there and ferreting around in amongst all the dirty So clothes. which galaxy is in there, She's I wonder? It's a galaxy that smells like all of us. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a bit punky in there. She loves it, though. But yeah, She I likes anything that smells of her people. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> people hey little one. Oh, I, I think it's you. I find what I find infinitely fascinating is <laughs> this fact that as mammals as beings we are separate yet so not you know like the ferret wants to smell of her people like we she fucking knows exactly what's going on with me energetically when I'm doing work yeah. like if she knows if I kind of need someone to anchor me she'll like come up and sleep in my room and like hang around sort of near where I am and she'll go she goes to whoever kind of needs the anchoring the most in the it's household. amazing all pets know how to do that it's so awesome yeah. that ferrets do that yeah my dog used to do that when I was a kid and she loves to know what's going on in the kitchen generally like over the past few days, because Al and Freddie haven't been here because they were down at Al's parents, I've been making sure that her bowl's always full of food. She's been free range, so I haven't caged her at night. I've just let her run, run around because 
the only person she can wake up is me and it doesn't bother me. Whereas Freddie gets really cross if she wakes up. And she climbs on his bed and nibbles his neck. He's <laughs> <laughs> so, so cute. He bites me. Chantal says so cute. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I was just like, well, Freddie's not here. So, like, all the doors are open. So she's got free range everywhere. So she's not, she's not having to scratch the doors or getting herself locked in places. Because that's the main problem. Um... And so every time she's been coming out and finding me, it's because literally she's wanted company and she wants to know what I'm doing. And she thinks I'm, she thinks she's human, I think. She's like, <laughs> I literally, so I'll be in the kitchen doing <laughs> something and I just feel her little paws on the back of my, my leg where she stands on her hind legs and she's like this. And I look down and she's just like, show me what's going on on the side. And she wants to be lifted up so she can see. Isn't that awesome? Actually, I just, that is amazing. She's... Just the most amazing pet I've ever had. I, I'm like, I will never have other pets above ferrets ever <laughs> for the rest of my life now. I will always have ferrets. I It's decided. Because, <laughs> I mean, we've got, like, they live about 10 years, roughly. Mm. So we've got a long time with her, which is good. But at the point where she goes, there's going to be... A, I was actually thinking to myself, if I bought another house, I would have all floorboards and then she'd have another ferret to keep her company. I, I would have a whole load of them running around. If I was going to ever watch this, it'd be like, oh, what the fuck? You know? <laughs> what have I created? Like mad cat cat lady, lady, mad home. ferret lady. <laughs> she's just... She's just so fucking well, delightful. Well, she's obviously I your familiar. Love, I, I love her so much. And she's gotten really snuggly recently. So I've been picking her up and she just sort of drapes her head over my arm and like, as she has a cuddle. At one point, she wouldn't stay still. Cause yeah, she's, she's definitely like... calmed down a lot, hasn't she? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure she still has her mad moments. Oh God, the other day when she woke me up at 5am knocking over the toilet brush in the dust. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like fucking I was in crash bang wallop. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> yeah. I just looked down and saw her sort of waddling out of the bathroom looking self satisfied. <laughs> Knocking everything over. She just wants to know what's in everything, what's behind everything, what's underneath everything. It's just so cool. Yeah. I mean, this world is so cool. We should all be more like ferrets. Yeah. Well, no, there's no should in there. But it's delightful to be like that, I find. Yeah. Delightful that, to explore the, the that world like that. Curiosity. That curiosity. What's behind here? And it's what's through the doorway. And it's like what's underneath the bed. We're exploring this world that we're potentially simultaneously creating for ourselves to explore. I mean yeah. what a fucking mind fuck is that? Yeah, it's, it's like, like a treasure hunt that we created. It's like a treasure hunt in this weird, it. weird maze that we've created and we can't remember. And then we probably had amnesia just to make it more interesting. Basically, it's pretty fucked up. I think, I think you just summed it all up. Have I summed up the meaning of life and the universe and everything? No, it's, it's 42 and that. <laughs> and that. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to transcribe that later. Cheers, love. <laughs> what else are we going to talk about now that we've figured out the meaning of life? So tell us, people, give us... Have, do you have anything to say? Do you have anything to say? Love? I'm sure they've got plenty to say. It's just whether we can be asked to type it or not. It's a big fucking question. Also, like it says that there's only one person watching. Mm. Is that Chantal? People, person, or is it the Bez Bez Boz <laughs> Netherlands? I don't think so. <laughs> Bez of the Netherlands. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I don't know. 
Are you going to do that weird thing where you're you're watching us and it looks like there's more people watching? No, I wasn't doing it for that reason. Yes, Chantal says, I think it's me, her. Yes, it is her. No, I wanted to see if there was any and other You're actually anywhere. watching this along with Sabrina, who's watching us on her phone now. <laughs> this is a bit like, it's one of those things well, like where you get the we mirror and the camera and you get like this infinite fucking image. Yeah, and it goes back to what we were saying about creating realities that then we watch ourselves. Echo chambers. So I've created a reality that I'm then watching while I'm in it. Yeah. That is an analogy for everything. The ultimate voyeurism. <laughs> Speaking so of voyeurism. Speaking Nothing of voyeurism, have you seen? Oh my god! I was like, I couldn't fucking tear my eyes away <laughs> on on laughing. Netflix. <laughs> on what? Netflix, what? there's a thing called um, sex. I'm watching life. that. Oh, oh the, my I only god! I just started watching it, and I thought it was going to be super cheesy. But I was like, fuck it, let's it's, watch some it's, sex. Let's it's, watch some hot it's, sex. It's good. I tell you what, is it, it any it, good? Because I was going to watch the second one. It's good because it actually that. completely addresses all of the fucking shit that I went through when I was, uh, when Loki was little, when you go through that whole, the Madonna whore thing and all the rest of it. It's like her heart kind of going, is, you know, am I a bad person for wanting more than this? Mm. You know, like I've got the baby and the husband and he's got a good job and all the things, but actually, like, what happens to the old me, which is exactly what I went through. So I relate, was relating hard to that. Interesting. Really, I was just like, holy shit, man, this cheesy titillating thing with like, it, you should, I watched the day? first episode and then I was like, oh, Chantal, I was watching it before this. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. It's got some good Are you enjoying and, and it, Chantal? The, Tell the, us the your The thoughts. Aussie guy that's in it, Brad, oh, hello. Well, yeah. I certainly would. So I watched one episode and I was like, oh, I'm quite enjoying this. I'm going to watch more. Chantal says I'm at episode two. But I, yeah. I didn't know whether it was going to, I like, literally binged the whole lot good, over the weekend. It was there was me and a bottle of basically. It's a perfect weekend on your own. What else do you want to do? Nothing. Spirit, alcohol, sex. And I had a vibrator. <laughs> Not all together at the same time. Yeah, the, the, the sex, <laughs> the ferret wasn't involved in any of the sexual stuff. Yeah, let's just be clear. No ferrets were harmed. There was, yeah, there, I was just like, my vibrator. Actually, no, I'll tell you what, it was very disappointing. <laughs> oh, my my vibrator fun. wasn't charged. <gasps> so I was just like, God, God use manual labour. No, I had to fucking charge it. <laughs> manual labour? I was having RSI. <laughs> We should do an episode on vibrators. <gasps> Definitely. I know a lot about vibrators, having had my previous I would like, career. I would like to be educated on them. I mean, I have a few, but I haven't touched them in I years. Think, I, I tend to go with manual labour. <laughs> I kind of... It's funny, I kind of bounce between the two. Chantal says, I was thinking about our last call, Sabrina. What did we say in our last call? I can't remember. Well, Were you talking about vibrators? I don't, I don't recall such a thing. Hilarious, <laughs> <laughs> <is> Chantal. <laughs> Tell me more, Chantal. What? What are you? How are you connecting? I can't. Even, I can't even remember anything from one day to the next. Like, God, that makes me sound like a fucking demented person. Not nothing. <laughs> sorry, I don't want to discriminate against people with dementia. But I mean, I had a fucking realization about Alzheimer's and dementia the other day. Oh, what's that? Okay, so we come back to this thing. We're coming back to this trauma idea again where it's like a protection mechanism where people can't handle their reality now so they start fucking going backwards into like their childhood state because in actual fact they haven't dealt with any of the fucking pain of their adult life and da 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 and i i don't know if you've ever noticed but i've noticed 
in my lifetime, the people I've known who've started having like real forgetfulness, like Al's mum's definitely drifting towards that, are the people with the most undealt with fear in their bodies. Oh, wow. That shows up in various different ways. Wow. And it's like the brain starts to deteriorate because of the fear. And it's almost like, I swear to God, like there's a nervous system response in there as well, because there's obviously uh, nerve degeneration <sighs> and things that go alongside it. I was just literally getting this insight landing the other day and I was just like, holy fucking shit. People think it's to do with diet and da-da-da, but there's so much more to it than that. Like, All this stuff interacts, isn't it? I mean, I do yeah. think heavy metals play a part for sure. Yes. But it's not anything. We talked about relationship, sex, masculine, feminine energy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. That was our last group session in shaman school. So what, it made you think when you were watching the sex scenes? <laughs> I'm glad I made people. <laughs> yeah, there's a god. I mean, the sex... I have to say nowadays, I'm like, it's funny actually, because I remember like when I was camming, I used to, yeah, I did used to watch porn. I used to watch, I, I used to watch quite a lot more porn before I started camming and then I became the porn. <laughs> That's awesome. I became the porn. <laughs> I became and the porn. And All of porn <laughs> encapsulated <laughs> And And then like, it's funny because when I quit camming, I just went off porn completely. And I tend to find now that I much prefer kind of softer kind of erotica mm. and kind of stuff that's titillating and passionate. Like, I love Erica yeah. Lust's stuff, actually. Lust Cinema, all of that. Oh, like, I haven't really that. kind of investigated. But she's like a female porn producer and director who is basically making stuff for the female gaze. Oh, and that's amazing. Very specifically kind out. of stuff that's more romantic and sensual. I do like stuff where there is that, all that stuff, like the fantasy behind it and the story and all of that. That yeah. definitely is more exciting for me. Oh, God, yeah. I can't stand all of the wham-bang. Yeah, wham-bang. Like, like, the... Where is all the foreplay? I want to see the foreplay. I, I want to see the seduction. I, I have to say as I well, like, seduced. I will, like, the, the, the main porn producers in, like, the, was it, um, is it San Diego? San Fernando Valley, actually, is, like, the kind of porn. Porn Valley. Pornywood. Por <laughs> <laughs> Basically, all of the guys, they've got names like Max Hardcore. Like, Ed Mason would just, I have to say it, like, I might get hate mail from that. I'm sure they wouldn't fly and fuck what I think. Like, they're just so gross. And there was this girl I knew in Bristol called Leanne who I met, well, this was, like, before I got, like, years before I got married, who um, ended up, and I remember watching this documentary. I can remember her saying to me, I met her when I was clubbing, and she used to dance, and, like, she used to go to the catering and stuff, and she ended up getting involved in the porn industry, but she got involved with this documentary that was done about people in the uk porn industry and like her story i can remember watching it was like channel four or something this was back in the like just trying to think like late 90s early noughties mm. kind of thing okay. so when loki was really little and i can remember like so she actually ended up like she's a girl from bristol like um, single mum, got involved, like, wanted to get involved in the porn industry, had a high sex drive, da-da-da, all of this other stuff, was, like, totally kind of fine with her choices, um, ended up going out to the States thinking, well, I want to make it big. Mm -hmm. Basically, they showed, like, her whole thing of going there to Pornywood, whatever you want to call it, and she had an interview with Max Hardcore, and I think it totally freaked her out by the Wow. basically because what happened was 
and it's so funny this is going on youtube it's definitely like an under 18s definitely <laughs> not a good thing we're only over 18s only <laughs> basically um what happened was as part of the audition for one of max hardcore's films this guy's a fucking misogynistic abusive twat um he basically wanted her to give him a blowjob and then he started trying to choke her, hadn't told her he was going to do it, like literally started strangling oh her whilst it, like, and she fucking flipped out, basically. And like, they don't show any of the stuff in the documentary, but she ended up coming out, she was in tears, like fucking just like totally distraught. Because wow. the whole the whole thing with all of these kind of scenarios is they're supposed to do a walkthrough in terms of like, like you do like a... a the the table reads and stuff if you're doing a film like a normal film where they take you through what's going to happen and you agree to it so it's consensual and this was all just like off the cuff he just wow. decides to start strangling her wow, wow, and wow. it's just like the porn industry is really 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 super fucked up in like there's a lot of it's very male dominated there's a lot of very dodgy shit that goes on, but there are women and how out does there. This fit with sex trafficking, and how does this fit with all that? Oh God, well, I think you know this is one of these subjects Child that you can like yeah. delve into it, like it's a fucking cesspool, really, yeah, cesspool. of stuff. But there are female porn producers and directors who are really wanting to change the industry and say, so, you know, amazing. we're always going to have porn, but... So how are we going to do it? How Let's take back the we, sovereignty on this, basically. Can we take back the sovereignty, make it female-friendly, get rid of the misogynism, get rid of the violence, get rid of the abuse, all of this other shit. So, yeah, Erica Lust. And make, can we there's drink a, to that? Yes. There's a, there's a British one, woman as well who called it, who gets called out. I don't know what her real name is, Anna Spann. The sex shop I used to go to in Bristol basically always used to, like the guy who worked in there who was also a drag queen in his spare time used to rave about her movies. He was just like, oh, I like her stuff. He was just like, a lot of the rest of it is just like, ugh, like this, basically. But that we need, and also, <laughs> we need more We need a women revolution. Doing, yeah. And also, this is the kind of stuff that young mm. male teenagers are watching and educating themselves on sex. That's pretty that's fucking what, That's worrying. what scares me more than mm. anything else. Yeah. Because, well, it scares me, but it worries me. It, it worries me, me that there's, like, there's they no... They think that that's actually what women they want. Yeah, they think that that's normal. They think that's, that's normal. Like, they think that's what women up. want. We're so much more virtual reality oh. than ever before. So, so people are sort of living in those realities as if that's reality as well. Yeah. And that's the kind of thing that we need to really fucking change. Exactly. You know? It's just like... I hope that's changing. I don't know enough about how the current teenage population are... Well, I think it's really sad. Like, dealing I, with this kind of stuff. I think the problem is that, like, obviously, once upon a time, you used to have to go and buy a magazine or, like, exactly. find it in your dad's yeah it was way more effort and it was a magazine it wasn't a scene where somebody's being abused or yeah whatever. and now it's all over the internet and it's way more extreme and and also you have a lot of parents who are either lazy or embarrassed or just don't even know how to approach the subject of sex with their kids they don't know how to they don't know what to say Oh, they're approaching it too late. They're not actually starting talking about it early enough. They're too ashamed to realise that you have to talk about it. You as have to. Early you have to talk. You have to. I remember my mum was fucking useless with me. Like she came to talk to me about the birds and the bees, and I was just like, "Christ, you're a few <laughs> years too late on this shit." Like I've like I've figured all this. With me, I was at 
junior school and me and my friends basically been talking about doing it not knowing what it was but like trying to be all big and cool and stuff and we ended up going into the library and finding a book and oh, getting the, the descriptions we found a book with like one of those like anatomical diagrams oh, and remember it, it go okay people do that Okay, I I need to drink to the fact that yeah. my mum was fucking awesome at this, yes. and I was a young teenager. And was your like, mum should be everyone's mum. <laughs> I've not even met her, and I know that I would I love know. her. I know she should be everybody's mum. <laughs> well, no, she's not mine. My brother's nominate her as the mother of the entire world, <laughs> mother of the year award. <laughs> but like, I'll always remember that. I can't believe we're talking about this in a public podcast. By the way, this is awesome. I can't remember how old I was. Like, I was a young teenager. Like, mm. I, I was maybe 14, 15. Maybe I was younger. I don't know. And I went up to her and I said, Mom, what, like, where's the clit? Or something like that. <laughs> and she took out an anatomy book because that's what she had. That's the kind of woman she was. She had an anatomy book. And, like, showed me. And then, like, she gave me the book. And she got me to study in depth the mm. vulva. I think that's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. And she pointed out the fact it was a vulva, not just a vagina, because people get so confused, don't they? So I don't know what she would have said at that point. I can't remember the words, and it was... I can't remember what, if we spoke English or Italian in that conversation. But, it, yeah. That is one of the key the points. Point that, that has all do, these bits yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah. It, it's yeah. not just a vagina. Not that's just, just thing. Like, That's just the tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> tunnel. <laughs> that's the tunnel. There's all the bits around it, too, the labia. And so I just and love so that she didn't bat an eyelid. Mm. And, I mean, and she went... For it. And then when I was much younger than that, when I was a kid, she gave me this book. Did I try it all this before? I can't remember. She gave mm. me this illustrated book, which I loved, which was called I think you told Where me. Do We Come From? And it was like a cartoon <laughs> book about sex. And I'll always remember... Remember things that you remember forever? Yeah. So random. <laughs> I'll always remember there was like these two like people having sex and then they describe the orgasm they won't listen oh yeah they go to bed together and they're cuddling and they're doing i don't know what it probably says that he puts his penis inside her i don't know what it said but the thing i remember was when they were like and then she has an orgasm and it feels just like a feather tickling you and i'm just like what and then years later i was like that's not what that's like at all that's a pretty extreme feather that's a pretty extreme tickle I was going to say, that like, a feather tickling. That, that, that's a very disappointing orgasm if it's just like a bit of a feather tickling. Yeah, whoever wrote that book hasn't had a good orgasm. <sighs> but I, st I yeah, still remember <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord. What did you guys know about the birds and the bees? Mm. Tell birds us bees. if you have the courage to tell us in the Facebook comment. <laughs> the birds and the bees and the feathers. There's a problem with asking people and they have to type things. It's like the delay. Yeah, the delay. Mm. And you never know what they're actually referring Telepathically to. tell us. Tell us telepathically and we'll just channel it through. We'll just... Ch <laughs> Chantal's head. Um. Oh my God. I was actually watching Jay Lysa earlier. Have you watched any of his comedy stuff? He's no. I think I sent you a thing the other day, a little thing. He basically was saying that like he had like um, a, a phone text message chat with a... Um, a medium um and he he said like she's like first reading free like over sms and he was just like oh well of course be, me being me i had to i had to play with it so he's just like i'm just like 
he was just like um so i'm trying to contact someone called helen and she was just like oh who's that it's my mum he failed to mention the fact his mum was still alive <laughs> <laughs> and then had this hilarious conversation where she's picking up something about glasses <laughs> I was literally, it's on YouTube, I was in stitches. <laughs> and there was, a, there was this whole thing about how he's locked out of the house and basically the glass, it was like, does she want me to break the glass? And like, oh, I'm sure she doesn't want you to do that. It's just like, well, when's she going to be back? <laughs> and then he was just like, oh no, it's okay, she's just come home. And, the, really and then funny. she was just like, never, never text me again. <laughs> funny oh uh, yeah that, that did make me laugh <laughs> my mum had a friend called ryan when i was like one of our many lodgers god we had so many some of them some of them were okay some of them weren't so okay ryan was medium apparently was a medium okay a medium and trance channel although i just found the whole thing hilarious and i i have to say i didn't really pick up the the sense of any presence around him it just felt like he was making the whole thing up <laughs> he had this indian native american spirit guide apparently and i had the the actually very hilarious experience of being like 10 i think it was and witnessing him with a blanket draped over his head, <laughs> pretending to be, be a ghost. Pretending, no, pretending to be his spirit guide. <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm going to say this now, like having sort of, you know, having channeled on and off over the past few years, I did not feel any presence with him. I was quite sensitive as a kid, and it like his he was apparently trance channeling. But his voice didn't change at all. And mm. just everything about it felt like mm. hokey to me. I love that. <laughs> and I was waiting to see when the yawn would happen. That's yeah. where it happened. It was, yeah, he wasn't, I I, I think maybe he'd like dis dissociated a part of himself. And so he was like mm. using that. I've seen that people, I've seen, I've seen people do that quite a lot where they like try and basically say they're channeling an ascended master or whatever. And it's actually just a part of themselves they don't want to take ownership of and they're bringing through stuff that they wouldn't want to admit to fucking saying themselves. Very interesting. Yes. And it would make sense. Yeah. There's a lot of dissociation in all of this world. Yeah, it's 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 easier to say, oh, someone else said that. It wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. Oops. Don't blame me. I'm just the messenger like this. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It does happen. Like mm. it's um, I yeah, I've my first my first coach, um, she was kind of interesting from that point of view because she was like, she wanted to go into platform channeling, and. It was very, very clear to me. I started to realise kind of having kind of come out from, I'm going to say coming out from under her spell at the point where mm -hmm. we stopped working together, that it was very much stuff that she wanted to say that she didn't have the guts to just say, I think this, therefore I'm bringing mm -hmm. in some beings to fucking say mm -hmm. the things I don't want to say and kind of, and she did, she was actually channelling but I also spotted things where she was bringing through her own shit. 
because those that's the other thing about channels and like channeling like people need to fucking get out of like if, when people are channeling and they're totally stuck in their head the mental filters and stuff and the amount of like there's quite often quite a, a mix of ego stuff that comes through of course i mean we're still humans when we're channeling yeah. and to, to be to yeah. think that we're completely immune from that is very naive and it's really yeah. important to own some of the stuff that stuff. some of the stuff that she dumped on my doorstep as it were when I was working with her I kind of I look back now and go fuck me like I know for a fact that that was her and her being judgmental but not wanting to take ownership of it mm. saying so and so saying such and such and like hmm <laughs> it's kind of interesting isn't it it oh. is interesting and it's also part of the problem of of being in a situation where we're trying to get answers or confirmation from someone else instead of actually being encouraged to find that within yeah, ourselves. Exactly. And that's what I certainly would aspire to do with my clients. And yeah. also I know I'm human and I'm not immune and I would I'm always looking would, at myself. I would rather and what teach someone doing? to fucking channel for themselves exactly. than than to channel for them. Yeah. Totally. I kind of moved away from all that. At one point I was doing like the YouTube videos where I was like bringing through stuff in the energy reports. Um and I just stopped. I went, I, I just stopped. I can't even explain exactly when it was, but I just suddenly just didn't want to do it anymore. Mm. Just like, no, you know what? I want everything that comes. I want to take ownership of everything that's coming out of my mouth. I don't want to be fucking putting someone else's name to it. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm not here to be a mouthpiece for disembodied beings, <laughs> whether they're there <laughs> saying things or not, you know, yeah. um, I want, you know, I want to have the guts to say what, what needs to be said and take ownership of it and take responsibility for it rather than fucking going, oh no, well it wasn't me, I'm just a messenger, which is just lame if you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> it really fucking is. It's a real coward's way out. Hmm. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Big yawn. <clears throat> right. Like everyone's gone silent. I think we may be at the hour mark. Are we? Well, Do we know what's well. There was a. There whole is no of, mark. There was a whole load of fucking round at the beginning. There is no there? mark. There is no brick wall. There, there, is, <laughs> there is a yellow brick road. Is there? Okay, cool. Follow the yellow brick road. Follow the yellow brick road. Follow, 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 follow. <laughs> Back in the an hour and three minutes. Yeah, but there was there was there was a good. Fucking there fifteen was. minutes of nonsense at the beginning of nonsense. that's gonna, that's gonna get cut out. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's trying to work out how to share it everywhere. But yeah. um I am like, is there anything else that needs to be said? No, it's feeling like a I kind of it feels covered a lot. <laughs> in a very we've, short space of time actually. Sex. Black no, we didn't say we didn't, I was gonna say black holes, we didn't talk about black holes. <laughs> Tunnels. Sex, tunnels. <laughs> tunnels, channels. Tunnels, channels. It's God. all about receiving things, isn't it? <laughs> in various different ways. Penetration and receiving. And expansion. And, and expansion. Infinity. It's all basically just a giant metaphor for sex. All of it. The whole fucking lot. Even channeling is a metaphor for sex if you think about it. So I was thinking this. So did God create us having sex? I mean, as in <laughs> God having <laughs> sex? Did we, were we a creation out of sex? God had sex with itself. I don't know. Big Bang? That was an orgasm, wasn't it? <laughs> that was more than Surely. just a feather. <laughs> that 
was fuck me. That was a massive. Well, if we create yeah, a universe every time we yawn, forget what happens when you orgasm. I mean, it's like a whole other. No, level. it's a quantum explosion. Yeah, basically. So there's there's a lot of those going on every minute on this planet. Exactly. Holy shit! String balls. theory creating all the time all these different all the strings and the super strings it's when you start getting into it you kind of like it's funny because the first time anyone ever tried to explain string theory to me i think it was Tony, my mate bongay tony samuels um explain who, string theory to me right now i just kind of viewed it as like every time you make a decision or a micro decision you're creating new timelines mm. basically um it's kind of like the strings in the soup like the way he explained it to me what i kind of what i took from it was like every time you make a decision you are choosing certain timelines and discarding others that's a kind of that's yeah. not what he said, but that's, that's what I just, he showed me a thing that actually had like things with like little stick people with all the, these different but parts. What are the, string, what are the strings? What are the strings? I think I need to. Um... I need to go back and look at it. The Tower yeah. Physics book talked about it, but that was in the seventies. So the string theory has obviously expanded a lot since then. There's strings and but... there's super strings, but it, like I think they were talking about it because they talk about it a little bit in that hyperspace book, like Kaku, mm. which is good. No, I don't know that much. I don't know Kaku. Michio Kaku, he's a um, theoretical physicist. Oh, cool. He's actually probably the most famous living one at the moment. He's not that old. <laughs> he's Japanese. <laughs> we don't have to channel the dead ones then. And <laughs> <laughs> like Stephen Hawking, bless him. <laughs> rest, in, rest in peace or power or whatever. He's pretty bloody amazing. He was pretty amazing. But yeah, there are some like, I think like the the ones the two I pay attention to at the moment are Kaku and Nassim Harame. But this this book starts out with an amazing like the first kind of bit he talks about like he talks about a fish pond and how the fish in the pond don't like like we don't perceive other dimensions because we're like the fish in the pond and like the pond is like a whole world. That mate, that's a great analogy. Yeah, it's an amazing, like, it starts off with a bang and it just goes on from there. It's a great book. That makes so much sense. Like, this this whole thing, he basically talks about, like, wanting to complete the work that Einstein began on unified field theory, oh, which wow. he would never completed. Mm. He died before he was able to complete it. Right? He was trying to bring together the fields of quantum mm. physics and quantum mechanics so that it all made sense because there was like a huge gap between the two that's what the they've time. all been trying to do this whole time haven't they mm. desperately yeah not all but you know a lot of them a lot of those guys a lot of the theoretical <laughs> physics have you ever i used to watch big bang theory actually i just... love the big bang theory it's <laughs> awesome i'd love Sheldon. to rewatch it actually oh my god it's so much fun we should start a big bang theory club oh that would be really yes. fun what would that involve just snacks obviously and wine and, and, watching. and watching it and laughing and... <laughs> <laughs> obvious obvious <Obvs. laughs> i'm in i'm in yeah cool awesome we have a new social event <laughs> diorites <laughs> started as like a new local home thing like we need a screening room <laughs> There's so many things that we need. Build a cinema. Let's <laughs> just create it out of thin air now. With our own decision making. Would it be amazing if you could set up a little thing on the beach with like a projector screen and stuff? 
They did do some films on the beach in the past. Ooh. I can't remember where. Not they, when it's raining. No. So they've done that before. Mm. I don't think you see very clearly because of no. massive glare from <laughs> the everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's not exactly the best cinematic experience, but it's fun to be on a beach. Mm. Oh, the other thing I was going to say is I saw the other day, Big Beach Cafe, they, they're going to start doing an Eats and Beats thing with local DJs and oh, stuff, which would be quite fun. fun. I think we should go to that. Definitely. I like it in there. I still haven't been in there. Have you not? No. They give out doggy sausages to dogs. <laughs> it's one of the things I love about going there. Every they give doggy sausages to ferrets. I haven't taken Sassy down there because I haven't worked out whether she would actually stay in her harness. I mean, it's the place in the lagoon, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I walked past it's it Fat Boy Slim's place. Yeah, I know it's his place and you always talk about it. But I, I don't know why I've never... Like when I've got walked past the, the staff lagoon, are all really lovely. There's I've one just never with gone pink in hair, there. who I think is like the manager. She's got like pale pink hair, and she's really, really lovely. And there's a nice Italian guy who I think kind of bounces between the cooking and the thing. And Norm's been down there with the kids, kind of waitering, waitressing, and stuff. Is he still doing lockdown. that now? No, during lockdown. I, I, I think he's been down there recently. I haven't been down there for a while and had a coffee or anything. I'm walked down there the other day and I used the loo but they haven't actually opened up to do anything else yet um but yeah he's he quite often down there with Daisy his daughter mm. like that me and Loki had had fish and chips served by him at Christmas it was quite funny Loki didn't Loki didn't know who it was and I was just like I'm not going to say anything in case he gets all, like <laughs> shy and stops and talking fumbles and can't talk and <laughs> It was after we left, I was just like, that was, that was no one cooking. He was like, really? <laughs> so adorable. Yeah, bless. Uh, yeah, it's, um, I quite like the fact it's kind of a family affair down there. You go down and it's, you kind of feel like you're being served by like Norm, his daughter, probably cousins. I don't know. <laughs> like, and obviously everyone who works down there has worked down there for ages. Mm. Like, I always see the same faces, and they're all really lovely. And the doggy sausage, if you have a dog with you, they'll be like, would you like a doggy sausage? And they cook off That's sausages amazing. and cool them down especially. So everyone who goes there to, even if you're only getting a coffee, gets a fucking sausage for the dog, which That's is really amazing. cool. That is, that, is, that is advanced level stuff. That's advanced level taking care of your clients. Yes, yeah, it is. Doggy sausages. Doggy sausages. I yes. should drink doggy sausages. Yes. Chantal would like that. She's got a lovely dog. Oh, what kind of dog have you got? Wait for an answer. Tell us. <laughs> <laughs> type. Do the. Oh no, she's run away now. Oh no. Do the typing. No. <laughs> I can't type. I will leave. <laughs> I think you're a bit too protective of people's having to type. It's an honour to type on our podcast. At some point, we need to actually. You can bring people on. We need to invite people on when we're doing the live things, and actually just bring them on. Does so that even talk. work? Because that stopped working ages ago. I know it gave us that as an option, didn't they? Not at the beginning. They said the first person that was there. They were right. Allow your online. viewers to request to join you as a guest in your pod, in your broadcast. Because you know yeah. how Facebook it does work. Live it does work. Stopped having for a while the option of having. I think people complain more than one person in the video. That that's what happened. In someone's reality, it did. It didn't in mine. Oh, did it not? No. It happened in mine because I used to do it all the time. Obviously, your some part, you, some part of you wasn't cooperating. Damn that part! It wasn't cooperating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a parrot on my feet. <laughs> there's a wocket on my pocket. 
Hello, baby. Are you hungry? Is this why you're like mooching around us? It's because you can't go in the kitchen as well. Oh yeah, sorry. Shall I open the door for her? Does she need to go out? Yeah, she probably wants to go into the kitchen units. She might be hinting that she wants some food. What's going on? Oh, want to go out? Yeah. I love the fact she doesn't scrabble anymore. She's just like, give me attention, give me attention. You can't open the door. Like, she's almost climbing up. It's like having a small child going, mummy, 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 can you let me in here, mummy, please? Mummy. Adorbs. Ah, right. I think we've been abandoned by we everybody. Have been. I think we need to abandon them now. Yes. Let's go and eat. Yes. Thank you, everybody. It's been so fun. As it usual. has been loads of fun. This has been a slightly more chaotic podcast than usual, but Don't actually, feel pretty chaotic. <laughs> this is true, actually. Embrace the Embrace messier, the messier, the eight, messier galaxy. The messier 88 galaxy. <laughs> it's got a double infinity symbol and it's messier than exactly. the rest of them. Exactly. I'm very so. happy, though. Yes, me too. <laughs> I'm just not happy when Al makes it messier because he just makes it too messy sometimes. It's much better to be in charge of our own mess, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Than somebody else's mess. Yeah. I don't like cleaning up other people's mess. My mess is fine. Other people's mess is unacceptable. <laughs> Let's boot that out. Yeah. I love that yawn. It's done. It's gone. Right. No more Mwah. people's messiness. Ciao, ciao. Bye. See you next time. Join us next time on Invino Veritas for yet more banter, hilarity and wise, wise insights. We'll see you then. Come away, come home.